0: up with a creative way to present your content because if you're out there doing it with tons of other people, you don't have a choice. You're going to have to think of something that makes you different.
1: This is episode 23 of Audacity to Lead. Inspiring actionable content that helps you get focused, get started and be impactful. This is Audacity to Lead. Hello, welcome to another episode of Audacity to Lead. Thank you for joining me. My name is Daya Samuel and my goal is to help you lead with more influence, get you focused, get you started and be impactful. I believe if you are to lead into this world, then having a platform is a must. It's something you wouldn't want to do without. So what I do is give you the audacity to step out and lead and I know if your mission is to stand out as a leader in your field, then this is the podcast for you. In this episode, I interviewed Scott Murray. And Scott Murray shares with you how you can stand out, how you can find a creative approach to your blog or your podcast. And he goes into details in sharing that. And he makes critical points that I know will be of benefit to you. I'm recording this right now and and I'm wondering, okay, today something good is about to happen to somebody. And something good is about to happen to you. Okay, so I'm excited about something and it is that on the twenty-fifth of February, that is in about Some days time from now, like over a week time from when you are going to be hearing this, or exactly a week time from when you will hear this podcast, well, depending on whenever you are hearing it. But of course, on the 25th of February, I'll be at Social Media Week Lagos, and I'll be at Social Media Week Podcast Africa session. And Jesse, who is the main organizer of that session, has something to share with you that i would love you to pay attention to jesse can you please take it away
2: hello audacity to lead tribe members i am jesse Onomiwo, and you can call me the social media doctor it might interest you to know that podcasting is set to take a new dimension in africa And I would like to help you discover how you can use podcasting to grow your personal and business brand. And that is why I'm giving you this very special invitation to my session in the Common Social Media Week Lagos. And the title of that session is Harnessing the Podcasting Goldmine in Africa. Harnessing the Podcasting Goldmine in Africa. And guess what? On that day... Wednesday, 25th of February 2015. I'll be having with me on stage your amiable host, Dio Samuel, to take you by the hands in launching your own podcast. You ready to launch your own podcast? Then come on with us. For registration and further details, visit www.audacitytoleave.com forward slash SMW. audacity to lead.com forward slash SMW. Dio, thank you once again for letting me share this with your audience. And guess what? See you guys at SMW Podcast Africa.
1: Thank you, JC, for sharing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. One thing that I think JC did not remember to tell you is that SMW Podcast Africa, which is the hashtag, is actually a free session for you and you can attend for free there's no cost attached to it so if you want to register again i want to encourage you to register at least for this season i've been emphasizing having a blog and having a podcast and this would be an opportunity for you to meet with me physically i'll be taking you through how to start your own podcast and this would be a physical event and actually, I desire to have more of such events this year, at least. I shall have about eight events that will be appearing on stage this year. So I don't know if you have an event and you would like to invite me. I'll be glad to honor that. But of course, what you need to do right now is to go to audacity.com forward slash SMW and register for free for this session. And you are going to get so much value by the end of the day. Remember everything is... And um, that we mentioned on this session can be found at audacity forward slash 23. So in case you miss anything, you can always get it back at audacity to leadcom forward slash 23. That is two three. Okay, this is where <laughs> this conversation has to start so that you get to discover how Scott Murray will show you and share with you how you can stand out and be creative in your approach to your podcast. Scott Murray, let's take this away. Hi, Scott. Welcome to Audacity to Lead. Hi, Dale. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it's a
0: pleasure to join you.
1: I appreciate your coming on board today. Well, to tell our listeners a little about you, Audacity to Lead, Scott is a creative host, writer, and content producer. For over 15 years, Scott Murray has been creating, writing, and producing entertaining content He's worked as a scriptwriter, director, producer, on-air talent, and editor on a variety of productions. On the visual side of creative content, he's written and produced independent TV programs, independent feature-length movies, and live or pre-taped television segments. On the other side, he's written and produced content for public radio and podcasting. Well, Scott, you're welcome to this show today. Welcome to Audacity to Lead.
0: Thank you. It's great to be, it's great to be here, and I'm
1: looking forward to our discussion. Awesome. So, Scott, let's get to know a little about you that I didn't share just now.
0: Um, well, I think um, I am a very, uh, what I would say, right-brained, <laughs> <laughs> uh, meaning a very conceptually creative person. I'm a very uh, people-driven person. Um, I, uh, I've been creating content and doing productions and things ever since I was a kid. Uh, I grew up in the late 70s and 1980s and Uh, I was already trying to make stuff back then, you know, you, you watch TV shows in the U S like the Goldbergs, you know, and the, and it, which takes place in the eighties and the kids always running around with his video camera creating movies. That was me. Uh, I think I understand uh, that. Yeah. And so I, I used to drive my parents up the wall because I was always making even audio productions in my uh, room Um, and I would have multiple, I would have like two or three cassette players running the music and running sound effects. And I had a keyboard that could make sound effects. And then I was bringing in boxes and, um, all kinds of things that would make noise. So I could create sounds of crashing and things happening and doing all the voices and all that sort of thing it would drive my parents up the wall. And I, and I made like over 50 tapes with these stories with sounds and music and stuff. So, uh, I was the kid in elementary school when they asked, you know, to write a short story, mine ended up being 10 pages long. Uh, <laughs> so I've always been, I've always been very, very creative driven, uh, very visual and creative driven. So I feel like I've been trying, Trying to make stories and produce stuff my
1: entire life. So uh, I enjoy it that much. Awesome. It actually looks to me like you were more offline initially than you now made it leap online. So how did you get started online? Yes. What w- what time did you come online? Because looking at the story you just shared, you've been doing all these things offline, but then one day or maybe one time like that you decided to come online. What made you come online and then what made you start online content produce production? Tell me how did you get started well um
0: it, it's interesting back when i was doing um an independent uh tv series where i live um that was back in the early 2000s i really kind of wish we were doing it now uh because back then uh you know we we used the internet but the the internet really wasn't the content hub that it is now where you would make tv shows that um you know that you can put on youtube and whatnot yeah. um eventually Eventually I, I started doing things online just because I've always been in the, uh, marketing and a- advertising business. And so, you know, as, as times changed and people quit, you know, necessarily reading physical publications and doing their marketing, uh, with, uh, you know, ads and newspapers and things like that. And it all started to go online. Well, that's where I had to go. And I had to start learning how to, um, make the most of that and advise clients on how to do that. Um, and I didn't really get into social media and social media marketing until I launched my first podcast, which was back in 2011, because back in at that point, I only was on Facebook, you know, kind of casually. I, I wasn't one of those that posted every day, told people what I was eating for lunch and stuff like that, that kind of crazy <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was just kind of there. <laughs> uh, but I knew that if I was going to grow my podcast audience, I was going to have to learn some new stuff. So I learned how to do um, Twitter, because Twitter was going to be a good tool, and a couple of other social media platforms. And once I had, once I started that and started to have some success with it, um, that was just one more thing I learned how to do from a marketing standpoint. That I started making part of uh, marketing and content um, consulting. So it just once, once everybody started going online, and once business started to go
1: online, uh, I just kind of followed. (laughs) <laughs> that, that that's quite interesting okay so tell me how did you how did you start podcast when you started podcast some years ago what made you to start a podcast what was the reason behind your having to start your own podcast my wife told me to <laughs> 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 that's amazing uh, that is your wife yeah is <laughs> solid motivation for you right
0: yeah i mean basically i had been um It was it was so interesting because I my whole life almost up till about 2007, everything I was producing was visual. You know, it was it was video and TV and things like that. And then 2007, I got an opportunity to work for the public radio station in the North Texas area where I produced tons of on air content for radio. I did TV, too, but most of my responsibilities were on radio. So suddenly my content production stuff was turning into audio and not visual Wow. And when I wrapped everything up there, when I uh, I left there in 2010, um, I was kind of trying to figure out what my next move was going to be, what I was going to start doing. And, you know, that can be challenging to do, especially after you've made such a unique jump from visual to audio, you start wondering what, you know, okay, so I've done both now, what am I going to do? <laughs> and as I said, at the beginning, I'm always, I'm very creative driven. You know, I'm sure you ha- your, you yourself and other listeners that you have that are very creative driven. It's almost like we can't go very long unless we can't go very long without creating something. We have to have a creative outlet. Yeah. And I was, um, I was familiar with podcasting because public radio, And NPR produced tons of podcasts. Um, And so we were just, my wife and I were just having a conversation. We were actually on vacation. And she said, well, why don't you just, you know, if you need a creative outlet, you spent three and a half years making all these shows and segments and pieces for radio. Why not take all that stuff you learned and make a podcast for the first time? So uh, I did. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of what started it.
1: Okay, so if you look at it very well, if you look at it, you say that it takes a lot of creativity for podcasts to really stand out now, right? Yes. So can you give us a little of, or share with me a little of creative podcast approach that can actually make a podcast to stand out?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, is that, yeah, there there are tons and tons of podcasts. And sometimes if you listen to a bunch of them, there's a lot of overlap. Um, they, they They start exactly the same way. Um, I I remember being at um, Podcast Movement, a big podcast conference in August, and I remember Chris Brogan brilliantly laying out just how he, you know, you turn on a podcast and they say the same thing in the open. The music's the same. So much of what people do with their podcast programs are the same. And part of it's because. Sometimes it's easy to fall in the trap of, of deciding you're going to do a podcast and then you go, okay, well, I'm going to listen to what everybody else does. Oh, well, that must be how you do it. So they go off and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you, if you are especially going into a uh, podcast topic that already has tons of people that are doing the same topic, the fact of the matter is you have to come up with something that makes you different. Yeah. and. Um, and, and when I say different, there's, there's several things you can do. It's not just about the production. The production definitely plays a role, you know, come up with a unique way to present your show with, with, uh, with elements of production, but also the other things that can make you stand out is that you just do certain things better. You, uh, you have people on your show that create really good conversations. You, you ask good interview questions. You have co-hosts that generate really good discussions because one thing that will definitely draw people to your show is good chemistry that you have with your guest or your other co-hosts. Yeah. Um, so just trying to do things better can play a role, but, um, there's just, You know, there's so many good online um, resources to get music and sound effects and stings and bumpers and just come up with a creative way to present your content. Because if you're out there doing it with tons of other people, you don't have a choice. You're going to have to think of something that makes you different outside of the fact that you're just going to, you know, kind of join the conversation. Um, I think like um, I think a good example outside of my own stuff is Um, Social Media Examiner, the podcast that Michael Stelzner puts on um, on a regular basis, okay? So Michael decides he's going to do a podcast about social media. Well, we all know there's a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, So Michael had to decide too, all right, what can I do in my podcast that's going to be different since I'm already doing things that other people are doing, like interviewing podcast experts? Well, what he did was he took this really... Cool theme that, you know, there's so much social media out there that uh, it's almost like navigating through a jungle. Mm. So then he thought, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to get a voiceover guy to sound like Crocodile Hunter and (laughs) he's going to be the guy that introduces the show and he's going to talk about navigating through social media and and the jungle. Yeah. Yes. And the jungle of social media. Yeah. And that's the theme all the way through a show. And it just, it's creative and it, and it stands out. And I've done the same thing with the two shows that I'm currently working on because a lot of people are, um, you know, I do, I do geek uh, podcast things yeah. about, you know, yeah, yeah about, uh, Um, you know, Marvel and DC and superheroes and sci-fi. There's a ton of those. And I did several things to those shows to make me stand out because I knew I was going to have to do something different.
1: Awesome. Okay. So if you were going to teach, let's say you want to teach someone now how to become creative with this podcast, what steps can you give somebody who's just trying to start a podcast in becoming creative with this podcast? Um, Well,
0: I mean, I think um, kind of, Kind of what i just alluded to i think is is um is a good way to go just come up with a way to creatively present what you're going to do if you already know that you're going to produce something that a ton of other people are doing one, one way that you can be creative is just how you present it because it's true there's not there's, there's not a billion things you can do because you know sometimes if you get too different then you're not going to sound like a podcast anymore and that might actually run people off um <laughs> You know, people wondering what the heck they're listening to. Yeah. Um, But like, for example, for me, When I decided I was going to have a geek talk show, I, you know, I almost decided to do what everybody else was doing, to be honest with you. I almost was just going to say, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to just get two strong people on uh, to talk about these things. And I'm going to make my show stand out because of my radio background. I can create bumpers and segments and and uh, production value. And it'll just sound like a good, solid radio show that talks geek stuff. But then I thought that wasn't enough. Yeah, (laughs) I thought. You know, the creative side was like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's boring. Uh, Can't you do anything else? And so I started to think, well, what if what if we presented the idea that all the listeners and all the guests and all of us uh, were all like in superhero costumes and we're all like converging (laughs) on converging on this hall of justice type place to discuss geek issues and, wow. and, since, and when I say Hall of Justice, I think of like the old cartoon that used to, you know, have uh, the Hall of Justice. And they had that narrator that said, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. And that gave me an idea to have a narrator like that to kind of parody that element of victim, And then that led to ideas to have like these little story elements that led into our conversation that involved it that involved scripting and sound effects and things. And it was a risk because it was very different. But we've gotten a lot of really good positive feedback. Um, there's a show on... ABC, uh, now called Agent Carter, that's put on uh, by Marvel, that ties to Captain America and um, several other Marvel properties, mm-hmm. and it takes place in the fort- And it takes place in the forties. And we were gonna, and I, we did a podcast. I decided to produce a podcast that covered each episode of the show. Well, again, I could just do the basic stuff and just you know come on and just talk about it, but that wasn't enough. So to make my show stand out. Um, we have a really cool narrator that sounds like a 1940s over the top, uh, t- t- uh, radio, uh, news announcer that in- introduces every show wow. and we mix it with, and we fix it with, we mix it with 1940s commercials and 1940s music as bumpers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's little things you can do, and there's resources online like freesounds.org, yeah. uh, I think is what it is, and Pond5 that can give you all kinds of really good tools to give your show production values and things to make your show pop outside of just what you talk about.
1: Well, let me also find out when you were starting up, when you were starting with podcasts, especially when you were having guest celebrity interviews, what was the approach you took? you to get celebrity interviews? Well, um,
0: the way when I decided to do celebrity interviews, So my first show was called the critic show. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and it was,
0: it was, and that's because I, d- I didn't really know what I was doing, but I knew I wanted to talk about things going on in the entertainment world. And I just figured I would, you know, t- talk opinions about it. And if I got lucky, I, maybe I could have somebody on that w- had been in film or television, but I didn't realize at that time that I was going to be able to get as many as I did. Um, but I had a plan as far as how I was going to do it. Um, because I, I know um, I knew first off some of the things I might need to do right when I emailed a publicist or an agent or a manager to get somebody in the show, what what I needed to have in that email and what um, and how to make it look professional. Um, And but the most important thing I thought I needed to do was to, to start off small, you know, to show. To have something online that shows that I know how to interview and that I've had some people on. Because if you're going to reach out to a celebrity, more often than not, that's one of the things they're going to wonder, mm-hmm. assuming they take the time to do it, is, okay, well, who else has this guy talked to? You know, who else is he out on the show? I'm about to stick my name on this program. What, what am I attaching my name to if I agree to this interview? So, I decided to start small, and that is the thing I think a lot of people need to remember when they're going for really big guests is not to be afraid to start off small or start off simple um, before you start going for really big things. Um, The way I did it was I'm fortunate enough to have a couple of people in town that I know – Uh, that have been friends of mine for a long time that were in movies Uh, but they were in movies from the 1980s and 70s and uh, a little bit of the 90s so stuff and they weren't necessarily a-list people but they they all have followings and they all they all have fans and so and most of the time if you told people who they were they're going to know who they are Mm -hmm. so i just reached out to them and said hey would you mind being my first two guests on the show because all i wanted to do was establish hey i've had people on So that when I could write, when I write to a publicist, I can say, I've had this person on and this person on. Now I'd like to have your client on. Um, So what I would do when I would make a pitch to get somebody on, the first thing I had to do was, in a way, two things. One- Show them my level of professionalism and let them know I'm not going to waste their client's time, that I am going to only have a 20-minute interview or whatever it is. I'm going to ask good questions. I'll promote whatever they want to promote. I'll link whatever they want to link and all that sort of thing. The other thing I needed to do was make myself look bigger than I actually am. (laughs) (laughs) So... I I would really build up a pod what a podcast is. Cause you know, you still come across that when you make these pitches yeah. that people you say, hey, I like to get this person on the podcast and they, no. they don't know what a podcast is. Yeah. So I would outline the advantages of being on a podcast to them. I'd say, Well, keep in mind once you're once you're on my show, it's up for everybody to hear seven days a week twenty-four-seven. It's not like a radio interview where if you don't, if you don't hear it, you miss it. People will get to hear your client talk. 24, seven, seven days a week. And that was always the best way I could pitch a podcast. But the other thing that I did that was really helpful was I bought, and it's really cheap, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. I bought an 800, I bought an 800 number wow. for, so that I could say I had this 800 number and it's a guest line, um, I have a toll free guest line, which makes me sound like I have a, you know, I'm really a full blown radio show. I'm not giving them my home <laughs> number to call in, you know, I'm not giving them my home number to call in yeah. um, for several reasons. One, it doesn't look legit. And secondly, I would say eight times out of 10, the publicist wants their client to call you. Mm-hmm. And if you give them your number and you're in Dallas, then they live in California. Well, you just basically charge them long distance. So I created I, I bought an 800 number so they could call me. Not pay long distance, but it also gave me a legit looking phone number that was a um, a call in line. And then after that, once I started to get people on the show, then I had a track record. People could look at my website and see that we had shows and the show
1: sounded good and the interview sounded good. And I just built from there. Great. I was going to ask if you could share a little about how to be an audience around the podcast, especially becoming creative with the approach, because, you know, Podcast. some podcasts can be very boring. <laughs> yeah. So how they can, is <laughs> it? Yeah, no,
0: I, I agree. I, I remember, um, I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, and some of your, uh, audiences is familiar with Cliff Ravenscraft. Yeah. Who, um, is like the, he's the podcast answer, man. He's the guy that a lot of people go to for all their podcast questions and answers. Yep. And, um, I remember when I was pitching to the company I was working for at the time, because one of the things I do, you know, I'm talking about geek podcasts and stuff, but I do know how to um, consult businesses and business people on how to create podcasts for their niche as well. Um, and I remember that as I was talking to this company I was working with, they were wondering. What what are the advantages and disadvantages of doing a podcast instead of a blog or a blog instead of the podcast? And when you were talking about when you're talking about boring podcasts, it made me think of what Cliff said to say why podcasts are better. He said, think about this for a minute. There are millions of English speaking blogs on the Internet that you are going to have to compete yeah. with. But there are only thousands there are only thousands of podcasts, and most of them suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, there are opportunities to make yourself stand out a little better yeah. than,
1: uh, than uh, having to compete with millions of blogs. Wow. So, so how can somebody be an audience on the podcast?
0: Well, um, I, I think the first thing, uh, a couple of things you got to do right out of the gate is you got to pick something that you're passionate about. And if you're building a podcast around your business, obviously you're passionate about that Mm -hmm. because it's just like anything else. I mean, you know, anything that you're going to produce or create, if you don't just love it, it's going to show in the final product.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, if you're if you're writing a book, if you're writing a screenplay. If you're, you know, doing anything that relates to something you're creating, if you aren't just loving every second of it, the quality of what the end product is going to be is going to show. So you have to make sure you love what you're doing. Um, And then secondly, I think it's um, really important to um, figure out what sort of value you can provide your audience. Mm -hmm. Um, what's something that you can do that's going to make somebody want to subscribe to your show every week and give them something they perhaps aren't getting from anybody else. And again, you know, sometimes there's not always a whole lot of options out there. Like, you know, um, you know, if, if, if you know, you want to do an interview show, then you figure you got to go out and get all these big people. But I, I would say one of the things that you can do sometimes to maybe, um, help your podcast and you do interviews. Um, You know, it's easy to go out there and try to get big names that, you know, your audience probably knows because they're really famous, really well-known people. Um, But I used to work. um, uh, I used to uh, produce an Ashley syndicated program that did interviews and the host produced the host um, approach to the show was, yeah, I could go get all these big name people, but they're interviewed all the time, which means there are tons of other people out there with really good stories that no one's ever heard. Yeah, And thanks to the, and thanks to the internet, you can go out and do a little research and find them and bring them on your show. And you were the first person, you were the first show to interview that person. And their story is fantastic. Yay. Then suddenly, yeah. then suddenly your show is a show that they are getting things that everybody else isn't doing. Because everybody's trying to go out and get these big names and compete so they can say they got these big names on. And I'm not suggesting getting big names isn't a big deal. Of course it is. But there's also an equal amount of value to going out and find people that aren't on podcasts all the time that have killer stories. And then suddenly, if that's the kind of people you're finding and nobody else is finding, then you've already found a way to make your show stand awesome. out just by spending a little extra time finding somebody awesome
1: new. thank you so much i'm almost clapping for you right now for speaking, songs, <laughs> speaking songs <that> <laughs> okay so thank you for sharing that because you just shared something that connected with me when you talked about going after not so big names but having guests to start with i think i really enjoyed that and that was a, a and <laughs> that was quite enlightening for me to know so i would like to know what resources or tools would you like to share with my listeners with our listeners right now who would like to get a tool to get started with podcasting um
0: well i I think the, the resources that I can think of off the top of my head that, uh, you know, depending on where your listeners are listening from, I mean, like, um, I, I, produced a video not long ago, um, about how to create your first podcast on the cheap, because that's one of the nice things about podcasting is, you know, there's a lot of options, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to, you don't have to go out and buy, you know, the state of the art um, microphone and mixer and setup. You can yeah. and it's awesome. And it's awesome, but you don't have to. You can just get a good mic um, and a good editing system, and um, you know know where to look online to get some uh, production value, and just run with it. Because at the end of the day, that's the nice thing about podcasting is that you don't have to sound like. You're just complete, you know, you're on NPR. You don't have to sound perfectly <laughs> good broadcast quality. At yeah. the end of the day, most people just want to be able to hear you. And if your audio is good enough where people can at least understand what you're saying and there's not a lot of, you know, crackling or popping that, you know, is hard on the ears, then you can go, you can, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Um, and I I actually have found uh, a, a microphone called the Samson Q was it Samsung Q2U USB mic um and in the in the US um I I've, I've had a lot of people that are able, that have been able to find that microphone at Target like where they sell guitars and microphones and karaoke mics and things and it's actually a podcast mic it plugs into a USB port and it's got a stand um and uh, headphones. The headphones aren't really something you have to have, but they're come in the package as well. And it's like uh, seventy dollars. Um, there's, um, you know, there's a lot of options out there that people use to edit. As I'm sure you know, there's people who use um, GarageBand. There's people yeah. who use um, Adobe Audition, which is the high caliber stuff. Because but there's is- also. That's what I use Use Adobe audition. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a great program. But if you can't, if you don't have access to something like that, there's always audacity, Audacity, which is available online and that's free. It doesn't get any cheaper than free. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, audacity is good uh, for editing and uploading. Um, If you want to record interviews like we're doing today through Skype, There's again, there's a lot of tools out there. The one I've successfully used for over a year and a half now is called Evair. At least I think that's how they pronounce it. I've never actually heard anybody pronounce it, but I assume that's how you pronounce it. (laughs) Uh, It's it's uh, e v as in Victor a e r dot com, and uh, it's a pretty cheap little device and it'll or software and it will. Um, you just download it and it will allow you to record both audio and video interviews. If you do you know, if you ever want to record a video interview, uh, they'll do it through Skype. Um, and then there's just tons of resources, like we mentioned before, when it comes to getting production elements, like free sound. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I use pond five a lot. What pond five is it's P O N D. And then the number five.com. Five, yeah. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those places, you know, where people create content and they upload it for you to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's all, it comes from all over the internet. People that produce videos, uh, sound effects, music, photos, illustrations, uh, motion graphics, all on one site. And you just type in what you're searching for. So if you want, let's say you're doing a business podcast and you want an uplifting st- bumper sting for, you know, to break up your segments, you just type that in and it'll bring you up some options and they'll all vary by price. Awesome. And then you can, you can preview it, make sure you like it. And then you can purchase it and download it and pull it into audacity or audition, whatever you're editing in. So that's, what's kind of cool is that, you know, there's you're, you're producing online content and there's tons of resources online um, as well. And, you know, we mentioned um cliff ravenscraft who is a yeah. uh, podcast answer man he's he's really good at um helping people figure out he's one of um, my rosemary. best practices
1: he's one of the that? he's one of the persons who taught me podcasting. actually oh really yeah <laughs> that it's
0: a good person to do it yeah <laughs> and john lee dumas is out there too he's another one that, that uh, a lot of people go to for uh podcast guidance
1: and daniel j lewis you know him right I do. Yes. Daniel Lewis. Absolutely. And, Another good one. Um, and then this um, was David Jackson. Mm-hmm. So the three of them have combined efforts to, <laughs> well, they are the three versions who start me podcasting actually. <laughs> yeah, So thank you so much for being on this podcast today. If anybody wants to connect with you online, how can they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter.
0: At Mr. Scott Murray, that's M-R um, Scott Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y. Uh, and the podcast that I am involved in right now is on assemblyofgeeks.com. But here in the coming days, I am hoping to be, I'm already developing the production elements and everything. I am hoping to launch a new podcast here in the coming weeks um, that is tentatively Um, Focused on um, creating content for your audience and effectively reaching your audience, whether it be podcasting, whether it be blogging, whether it be advertising. It's all going to be about how to develop it really, really well for um, an audience, you know, having your audience in mind with everything that you're doing. Um, And I hope to have that launched here pretty soon. And I'm sure when I do, I'll probably talk, I'll probably mention it on Twitter, but that's going to allow me to help people um, produce content and keep their audience in mind. Because, you know, if your audience isn't engaged in what you're doing, then you're kind of wasting your time.
1: (laughs) Sure, I understand. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us and thank you for your insights Thank you for everything you shared with us on this episode of Audacity to Lead. I personally want to say thank you, Scott. Thank you for coming on the show. Sure. Thank you, Dayo. It was a pleasure. I enjoyed talking to you. And I enjoy having you on the show, Scott. Thank you so much. Wow. This is an epic episode. And thank you, Scott, for such great content, for such great value that you brought on Audacity to Lead today. I want to say thank you with along with every tribe member of Audacity to Lead. The good thing is this if you miss anything, you can pick these the links and everything you mentioned on this episode from Audacitolid.com forward slash 23. So if you miss anything you can always pick that up and specifically you can always pick that up. Okay so this episode. Let me just give you some reminder. Let me give you a quick reminder. I'm not going to announce podcasts with excellence. Of course, if you want to register for that, you can always register for that at same com for slash 23, where the show notes and the links of this episode can be found. But then what I want you to do right now is to go ahead and register for podcasting gold mine in africa that is the social media week lagos program and the free social media podcast africa session that is the smw podcast africa session that jc told you about at the beginning of this episode remember it's 15th of february 2015 it is did i say 15 i meant to say it 25th of February, 2015. So, this is exactly a week from the moment you are listening to this episode. And so, I want to say thank you for listening again. Remember, the place to go to is audacity.com forward slash SMW. That is Social Media Week, SMW. Just go straight. It will take you to the page where you register for podcast africa social media Week podcast africa session that is the announcing the gold mine podcasting gold mine in africa and you can register for that for free completely the event is actually here in lagos nigeria so if you are in lagos or around lagos this is an opportunity for you to uh, meet with me and and really i would like to meet with you if you listen to this episode or you listen to this podcast and you register, please don't hesitate to come say hi to me. I would love to shake your hands. I would love to give you some pat on your back. I would really love to meet you. So let's meet at Social Media Week, podcast called Mine Africa Session. And for this next episode, that is the episode for next week, I'll be taking questions from listeners, from you. You have listened this far from the moment I started this episode. I want to take questions. So if you want to leave questions for that episode, go ahead to lead.com forward slash questions and you can leave your questions there. I'll pick that from there. If you leave me a voice message, that will be far easier. I'll play it on this episode and every tribe member will hear your voice. And the guideline for everything, all the options available for you to leave questions for me are on that page. So just go straight to audacitytolead.com forward slash questions. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed it on iTunes. I'll see you again next week as we bring to you episode 24. Wow, that's exciting. So I'm already getting to episode 24. To God be out the glory. Well remember to get focused get started and be impactful god bless you